Hello, I'm film and television composer Clive Coburn. The time came for me to add another string to my bow. I'd been told that I was an okay public speaker, so maybe I could teach. I didn't mind performing in front of hundreds of people with a band, but I never would have thought I'd ever talk in front of people. But now, years later, I did. I'd be a teacher, and I reckon I'd be okay at it. Since school in Los Angeles, I began to think that I would teach one day, and now I do. I would make the material that I learned in Los Angeles available to my students and for a lot less money. My teaching would also have my lifetime experience as a professional composer-arranger. These were two huge points in my favour. The most important and memorable thing that Dick Grove did was teach, and that's his legacy, and perhaps I could make it mine. So I concentrated on writing my music course. When I'd collated enough material to teach, I advertised the course. Musical freedom was a phrase I used, and also getting over the wall that appears in front of a musician when they need to have more knowledge to take their music to the next step. The first time I ran the course live, I called it the writing musician, meaning that a person whose specialty is writing music rather than playing music is also a musician. To me it was a great name, but no one seemed to understand it, so I changed it a few years later. Eight trusting souls paid $1,500 to come and listen to me for two hours per night, twice a week, for ten weeks. I was quite nervous and had had no training to be a teacher. I had a whiteboard made with music staves on it and taught what I knew best and what I thought would be most important for a composer-arranger to survive in the real world. It also needed to be enjoyable, as I didn't want my brand new students to leave. I finished the first night of teaching and it went so well I treated myself to a pizza and a couple of wines at One Red Dog, When I got home I was so proud of myself I couldn't sleep in my nice little batch on the inlet in Parramatta. It didn't seem to worry my teacher Dick Grove when over half his class dropped out, but he was a harder man than I and I suspect he may not have had much time for those who didn't work hard enough to keep up. Apart from just a few people, everyone completed my course. If anyone dropped out I felt I'd failed someone who'd put their faith in me. Over the five semesters I ran, just four or five people stopped coming to the classes. One girl in my very first class just looked bewildered and disappeared. I wanted to run after her and say, I will help you, you can do this or anything, to get her to stay. Ability is unique to the individual and impossible to teach, but may, with work, develop over a lifetime. One student had sold his successful printing business in Sydney to really give music a good shot this time. The trouble was he seemed to think from the outset that the course was going to be difficult and I could see he was going to let it be so, even though he'd made such a sacrifice. No matter how encouraging I was, I could not get him to change his attitude. Each week he positioned himself behind someone else so as not in my eye line and I would be less likely to ask him a question. The most disappointing thing was that he did not deliver one arrangement for the guest musicians to play. He had very little self-belief and was not prepared to risk humiliation in front of the others. As a result, he probably got nothing out of the course. It was the students who gave it their best shot that got the most from it. One semester had a couple of older ladies, a heavy metaler and various others, all thrust together in the class. It was a real mixture and there they are in the photo. On the first night, as always happened, they looked at each other with suspicion, thinking, what am I doing here with these weirdos? But after a few weeks, they were the best of friends and very supportive of each other's arrangements, which were played by session musicians and taken very seriously. Real music schools have whiteboards with lines like music manuscript paper. 
I had one made, but some New Zealand music schools have whiteboards that are blank. What were they going to write on them if not music? If teaching students how to read and write music is not part of the lessons, then is it really a music school? A senior teacher at one such school said to me while looking at some of my music notation, this is a bit tate tate for us, Clive, meaning it was a bit twee. My son Henry had worked with me enough to understand how necessary written notation is, especially when dealing with a lot of musicians and a lot of music. They need to know what notes they have to play. I told him what had been said, and he thought it was very funny. He was about to help me with a recording session with the Auckland Philharmonia Orchestra. As we unloaded the synths and recording gear, he picked up the score, which was quite heavy, and the most essential piece of equipment we had, if we wanted to actually have any music recorded by the end of the session. With a grin, he said, I've got the tate, Dad. I believe that the lessons in the course should be approached with the attitude that this is going to be a doddle. If people had a bad experience in their school days, they may think that everything is going to be as difficult as it was back then. One part of the course that I'm very proud of is the rhythm section exercises. These involve tapping the beats in the bar and singing the rhythm. I would ask the students to be brave and sing the music they were reading quite loudly. It was better to do that and to make mistakes and possibly be embarrassed, but to learn by their mistakes. There was a lot of laughter and a good time had by all. When the session musicians came to read a syncopated funky line, they could not do it as well as these students who had only begun to learn music a few weeks before. Self-belief and dreams can get you a long way, but as a musician, there needs to be some sort of education so that the little room that you may be in can open up into a bigger room with hallways and more little rooms that are an ever-expanding part of your creative life. That's it from me. Thanks for listening.